that's the thing about sharing. It's like you just make stuff and you put it out there and like anything can happen. And even when you think it's just, oh, no one cares about this. No one's going to like, you can't think about that. You just got to make stuff, share it and then let it go. And sometimes something happens with it. You just don't know. Let's put this out there. You may contribute a verse. I'm Josh Munkin, children's lit author, father, science communicator, and podcaster, joined by Brenna Jenneret, children's lit author, mother, avid climber, and outdoors person, and podcaster. This is the podcast You May Contribute a Verse, where we talk to kid lit creators, share their stories, and learn from their journeys. Our guest this week is former animation intern Maddie Frost, also and more appropriately known as picture book storyteller Maddie Frost, who is the new illustrator emeritus of this very podcast. To get a sample of her work and sensibilities, simply look at your phone or computer screen. It's Versi the Quaka. Do the work. Put yourself out there and good things will happen. That's Brenna's in my mindset and the mindset of our guest, Maddie Frost, who has a bunch of work out in the world now, namely for my household, Wakey Birds, which is in regular bedtime rotation at the moment. Combining Maddie's openness to new opportunity with her hunger for the next big fun thing has led to a very productive career so far, including a number of illustrator and author illustrator credits to her name. She's got four books coming out this year alone, including Capybara as Friends with Everyone, Not Yet Yeti, Iguana Be a Dragon, and Let's Draw Fun Animals, a how-to book that, we've been promised, also contains funtivities. As of episode publication, Maddie's just done a cover reveal for this one on her Twitter, at underscore Maddie Frost. If you couldn't already surmise, fun's the name of the game today. Hope you enjoy. Here is Maddie Frost's verse. Recording. Okay. And we're and we're not live. <laughs> oh yeah, we're right, we're not live. Just audio is all we're okay. all we're doing today. Maddie, thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah, much for right. joining us. I am I am very excited to talk to you all about your books. Did, did I make you feel sufficiently awkward on Twitter by praising you and Kelly and giving you? Oh no, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I still, I still feel like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm just doing it. You know. You should feel. Yeah, there they are. Wow. With all this, with all this stuff that I can check out from the library. Uh oh, um, did you freeze? Yeah. I don't know what's going on, man. There she is. Is it my? I don't think it's, it's my jumpy. computer. Is it? I know. You're you're back you, now. You're good. Okay. Seems like we're all in sync. I mean, verbally, if not emotionally. Because Josh, you're not. Josh isn't moving. You're stuck like this. Yeah, but oh. that's not, that's my that's my podcast uh, that's stature anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. His resting podcast face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I'll let you guys. Just... There's no Whoa. and there's no let us just. We've got no agenda here. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a chat. Just a chat. Okay. But I was going to say, I really like that you said you still don't feel like you know what you're doing. Like, I mean, I I love all your stuff, like Smug Seagull. Oh, my God. I just, first of all, I just love the word smug. I mean, yeah. it just, I feel like it conjures such a perfect picture. Like, you know that guy, like the smug guy, and you're just like, oh, he's so right. smug. Like, <laughs> so I just, like, all your stuff, I feel like is so fun and clever. So the reason that I reached out to you p- to begin with is because I I love your stuff. And then I saw your new one coming out, Iguana Be a Dragon. Are you kidding me? That's like the best <laughs> wordplay I've ever heard in my life. I was like, we have to have her on. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So how, first of all, like how many books have you done so far? Like what oh was God. your debut book? Uh, 
I've been like, so I started kind of, I think I started like six years ago. Um, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to make a living as an artist and I really didn't have any other kind of expectations. Um, I always thought like if to be a writer, you had to go to school for writing or like you had to be a really, you know, active reader. And so I kind of didn't really ever think about writing books. Um, and then I kind of got going and illustrating just some smaller projects through my first agency and kind of just learning, like throwing myself into the fire and learning as I went. And I didn't know like the process and I was like Googling things. I was like, what are like, what do sketches are, what are they supposed to look like? Um, <laughs> um, it was just like, yeah. So anyway, um, a lot of small projects in the beginning. And then the first book I wrote um, was called Once Upon a Z. And it was about um, an author falling asleep and like the illustrator taking over, like super meta. <laughs> I just um, put that on hold at the library because I had did? not heard of it. Yep. And I put it on hold. I was like, that sounds yeah, awesome. It, I yeah. haven't gotten it yet, but. Um, yeah. So that was like my first book. And it was just me like thinking about like what else, like a picture book is such a great platform to. I don't know, like, yeah, you can tell a story, but it's also a way to just be so creative and like, what else could you do? So I'm always like thinking like, what haven't I seen or, um, so anyway, that was the first one. Um, yeah. And it was cute. I think my style was so different, like six years ago, it's constantly changing, which is such a weird thing. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was the first one. And then I wrote Animobiles, which was like a rhyming, book about animal car mashups and just trying to find like yeah <laughs> there it is <laughs> trying to figure out yeah like, who who is Maddie what is my voice and what kind of what kind of stories or do I want to tell and, and then I think so I kind of wrote I had this idea about a seagull and I think the humor just came so natural to me and that's when I was like all right I'm going to I'm going to stick with a funny, um, funny characters. That's so me. I grew up in the nineties watching Nickelodeon cartoons. Like, yes. <laughs> so it's weird how it's, it kind of like, I think you're, I think having, I don't know, I guess you can say it's a voice, but it'll always find you in the end. Right. Like, I think even mm. when you start out on this path of like, I'm going to put some ideas out there. Um, I'm not really sure if it's me, but then I think like, in the end, like at some point, like that, your uniqueness just kind of comes back and finds you. And it's like, yeah, I'm, of course I'm meant to be writing funny books and funny characters. Like that's so me. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, so now it's just on, I'm yeah. Funny, funny, funny books. So yeah. Did you, did you worry about voice before? So you kind of breeze through the early days, which is what of a what a lot of folks are are concerned with. How do you get an agent? How do you get your first Ugh. projects and stuff? Yeah, I mean, how much of that did you pre-plan? And I'm sure most of it changed over time. Yeah, it did. Um, like I said, I just kind of I make things, and I don't have any. I'm not sure because I was so new. I didn't really know. I wasn't paying attention to like the market or, I mean, you can't really write for a market anyway, cause it's always changing. I think I just wrote something that I thought was funny. Like once upon a Z, I was like, Oh, imagine this situation. And then I just kind of wrote it through some sketches and I gave it to my agent at the time. And 
and we put it out there and it's kind of just, you just throw things against the wall and eventually things will stick. And I think that's mm-hmm. been my mentality <clears throat> since I started was just, I keep making work and I kind of, I don't, you know, if something's not working, I'm okay to just put it aside and move on. Um, so I think, mm-hmm. uh, oh, worried about finding my voice. Kind of. I think there's like, you see, it's hard because when I started, like you see people on social media who are just like pumping out books and they seem to really know what they're doing and you kind of compare yourself, but it's a different, different story, different life. You can't, I think that's part of the battle. Is like <laughs> You feel like you need to be keeping up with everything and everyone, but it's just, you're, I'm on my own book path book journey and it took me a while to kind of realize that and accept it and embrace it um and I kind of just went at my own pace and eventually from just working 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 I fell and it kind of just found you know where I was supposed to be without intentionally trying to get there if that makes any sense (laughs) um yeah, I think I learned that like, oh, funny is fun. I like fun. And I like I'm enjoying the funnier projects that I'm working on more than, let's say, rhyming books or um, like, uh, you know, nonfiction or something like that. I don't know. Are, if that are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it does or not. That's OK. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. All but right. I- are you are you right with the fact that uh, that other folks are going to look at the the big stack of books that you have out uh, and go like, Maddie Frost's grass is pretty green. Mine's not looking as green. <laughs> do you consider yourself a, a, a professional at this point, or do you look at other people's books and go like, well, I don't know. I know that that's. I think I still feel like I'm not. I'm not there yet. And I think I'll always feel that way. No matter Mm -hmm. how much content I have out there, I still always feel like I'm, I'm not there yet. I don't know. I can't explain it. And it's a, it's like the word (laughs) it's, I do it to myself really. Um, but, and also too, I think like being a funny female, uh, who like loves cartoons and comics, it's still, I always feel like I need to be just doing more I don't know like it's just it's hard sometimes it really is um feeling feeling like enough so 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 two things so I wonder I kind of feel like so in my other life I'm a rock climber so this is a thing for like climber mentality right it doesn't matter how hard you climb what project Mm -hmm. you cross off the list you get to the top you're psyched for a minute and then you always want that next thing and the minute you stop mm. wanting the next thing, it's you, so you kind of die inside a little true. bit for lack yeah. of a better term, right? So like, I wonder if that's part of like the fire, right? That's part of like the passion. Like if you if you feel like you've arrived, then that's, like, what's the that's point? Exactly it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, maybe yeah. it's like, that's like a good thing. Like you want to keep like creating and moving forward and like yeah. really like putting yeah. yourself out there. And then- second second sub question on that or comment I guess so yeah so as a woman who writes Mm -hmm. funny stuff do you find that you've had like um any pushback or you've had editors be like oh you know like you know this shouldn't be as out there or the you know like your seagull can't be that (laughs) smug or you know comments like that because I've I've heard through you know the the 
funny women's, you know, community out there, like mm. Betsy Bird, for instance, I've heard her speak several times talking about, she has this book out there, um, the something about Santa saving Christmas, and he's like the spy, or the kid is like trying to sneak up on Santa, mm -hmm. and he's the spy. I'm getting the I'm getting the plot all wrong, and if Betsy Bird is listening, I'm so sorry. But you be so lucky. she talked about <laughs> yeah, right. If Betsy, I know right. If Betsy Bird is listening, also thank you and hi. Um, uh, but she mentioned that her editor came back with like all this feedback to the point that she was like not super happy with the outcome mm. of the manuscript. Like she, her original, she thought was you know, way funnier, way more cutting edge, had way more sort of like, you know, I don't know, pushing the envelope mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I guess my question is, do you find that um, as well? Well, with my like, I have two, um, with my editors now that I'm working with on projects and some projects that haven't been announced yet, I think I'm just really fortunate to have editors that really get my humor and my wackiness. Um, so luck, like, thankfully, mm. like I've been able, I've, they've only reeled me in a little bit <laughs> um, in certain places just to kind of keep <laughs> the story working. Um, but for the most part, like all, all that character stuff is really just all me. And I think I'm lucky enough to be able to have that sort of freedom to just let them go. <laughs> so I've been, yeah, I've been lucky with that. I just think, um, I think more in a grand sense of just being feeling like I want to be included into that whole like funny world of um, artists who write, make funny books. Like it's, I'm always like trying to sit at the cool kids table. <laughs> That's like how it feels. And I know I need to produce more work to like get my name out there more, but I feel like I'm constantly being like, like, don't forget about me. Like <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> um but yeah anyway I think that's something totally. that you can choose to tune out you know I mean I just get to make do what I love and mm. let the rest go and I think that'll happen over time so yeah I yeah I I love that you said that I I had a manuscript recently that I I won a critique for and I sent it off to um and you know an, a literary mm -hmm. agent for feedback um, and it was right about the time that I got agented myself and I got the feedback back and in a nutshell, they hated it. They weren't impressed. They didn't think it was funny at all. It was horrible. Right. And I'm like, oh, right. oh ouch. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, and right. thank you for the feedback, I guess. Cause you know, that's yeah, courteous, but um, anyways, I still loved it and I thought it was awesome and I was so pleased with myself and I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to send it to my agent and we'll see what happens. So I knew I had the right agent when he wrote back and was like, oh, he's like, this is dark. It's very yeah. dark. And I love it. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank God. Because otherwise, right? So it's like, all right, I just need that one guy so to believe in my book. And then he needs to find the one other guy to believe in the book, right? Or yeah. or girl, whatever. Like find that one other person out there who's like, I'm into it. Yeah, Let's do it's, this. It's true. So, I, ha I just had yeah. a... Um, <laughs> Well, I think it'll be coming out soon. But anyway, I, I have, um, I'm working on graphic, a graphic novel right now. Um, nice. Yeah, it's Ooh, amazing. Cool. And this is like my knit. Like I have never loved working on a project more. Um, sorry, my dogs are working. Um, but anyway, uh, when I was sending it out to agencies, um, this was, I was in between agents and I had been working on it and it was like a new project, um, that I was going to show them. And, uh, some of them, some agents were like, mm, I'm not really sure about like this type of character. I think we might want to go with something maybe a little more 
common or familiar. Um, and I didn't want to change it. Yeah, like, no, boring. I didn't want to change it because I just knew that in my heart, like, the, this is what the animal was. It's It was going to stay that way. Um, and um, the person or the agent that, like, was going to like it would like it for that reason because it was a little different and and so yeah so anyway I never changed it uh, I got a new agent and we sent it out and it yeah it and it got bought so that's just one of those things where I think you can you can give and take awesome. you can kind of take some advice and either take it or leave it or you know stick with your gut so yeah well the, I mean that that essential concept of like f- right. find the audience that appreciates you counts for who we see as the gatekeepers too, the agents and editors. I mean, if they don't like it, then it's not for them. And it's not something that we should wish that we had necessarily. You just got to find the right person. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And and I think um, there's so many people out there. (laughs) Fine. You got to find your people. Um, And it's it's true with like your readers too. You know, it's like you just kind of make what you think is funny and fun. And you'll attract those same people, you know? So, yeah, totally. Josh and I have talked extensively about this because we're both like, well, if we're writing stuff that bores us, like, (laughs) what is the point? Like, I'm not going to, this is not going to be enjoyable, right? right? If I'm like trying to write a book that I think will sell, it's like, but I'm like falling asleep on the words. I'm like, what (laughs) What am I doing? Right. So yeah, I don't know if I had changed that manuscript I mentioned to what they had suggested, I would have fallen asleep face yeah, first on my computer. So like, why, you know, what, what am I doing right. at that point? So yeah, you can't, yeah, yeah, you can't really, you know, focus on trends or, you know, what's, I mean, you can a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, uh, the book will publish in like two years, but who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> right. Everything's chaos. I know. Totally. I don't know how much you're allowed to say about the graphic novel. Sure. Yet. Um, but how, I guess my, my essential curiosity is after you've got some stuff in the world, if you want to make a left turn, how hard is it to make that left turn? Or even how, how hard is the battle that you have to refight every time, no matter what the project is? Is the Mm. left turn, you mean the graphic novel? Yeah, moving from picture books to graphic novels is a yeah. big, it's a different market. It's a different. It's age a group. whole it's different. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole different world, and and oh my god, um, it's so much work. <laughs> the scale of it, right? Holy crap! Like, <laughs> I, if you don't hear from me, April, like send out a team, come and find me. I'm probably dead at my desk. <laughs> she's, she's in, in her walking closet. closet. She's buried. She, we... Give her a minute. <laughs> um uh, um it's yeah it's a whole different I think for me it's like it's I don't know I mean as an artist I think we're always looking for something we get bored easily or not bored but maybe we want we like working on new things new challenges that fuels our fire our drive and I think um it's scary though I I really think um I kind of got into the groove with picture books and I had a I think you develop your own formula of like sort of how you write it. Um, and I got really comfortable with that and it was working. And I, I have sold more picture books that haven't been talked about yet, but um, the graphic novel, I don't know. I think I just always knew that characters and storytelling has just come really natural to me. And, I, and if you look at Smug Seagull and Just Be Jelly, like there is some, 
graphic novel vibe going on in there. There are some panels. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I, so my background is I went to college for animation. And so there is, and again, the cartoons. And so it's just a matter, I think it's just more of the, um, the, like, the logistics of it, like making sure that, like, I had to put a whole story into like 96 pages and it's like going from 32 or 40 pages and now it's like okay we have a real beginning middle and end and like you know plot twist turning point the whole thing so re like kind of <laughs> taking out what I thought I knew how to do for pacing and just throwing that mm. out the window and now it's a whole new like okay we have some time a lot of space to play and being able to kind of hone in on those smaller, funny moments have been, like, the best thing ever for me. Because I love doing that, like, little, I don't know, little funny moments that kind of have nothing. And they have, they have something to do with the story, but it's, um, they just add to their character or, um, yeah. So it is a whole different ballgame, but still really fun and thrilling. What, you, did you ever work in animation? I interned for, do you know the show Word Girl? Heck yes, I know Word, Word Girl. Word up, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I don't think the studio is there anymore. It was called Soup to Nuts. And I interned there and I like all day long, I would just make the mouths move. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> I would just That was in Atlanta, mouths. right? Soup to Nuts? No, Soup to Nuts was in um, Watertown oh. uh, in Massachusetts. Okay. Maybe they have another studio now. The one I worked at was in, yeah, in Massachusetts. Super cool, though. Yeah, yeah it was. Well, I learned a lot, like, all about, like, like nesting characters and animation, and it was really cool. But, yeah, it was, I don't want to, I don't, I didn't want to work in animation. I kind of knew that after I graduated. So Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that, um, well, same. I mean, my background is in journalism after I went through college and worked, mm -hmm. you know, as a college journalist and never wanted to do that for my job, although it has absolutely influenced everything that came after that. And yeah. I guess that's what I'm that's what I'm curious about is like building up your chops, I mean, especially with a giant graphic novel where you have to draw not only 96 pages, but like four images per page, at least. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the notion of like drawing the same thing repeatedly <laughs> with slight yeah, tweets, oh my gosh. uh, is not, not unfamiliar territory to you. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. <clears throat> and, um, but it is like, I'm learning a lot about like myself as an artist during this project. It's just taking so long. I spent like a month and I've only done like five spreads. <laughs> it's just, and I, but I think like uh, as soon as I, I learned to just embrace that and go slow and and like it you know just feeling I think it's worth it to feel proud and good about the slow work that you're doing and it's that's getting done versus like look at the amount I've done and you know it's I used to kind of think that like I had a good day if I got a lot of work done like that would be my good day but now it's like well it's a good day if I'm feeling good about the work that I made no matter how much if I've gotten done or not gotten done it's just because sometimes you forget that like okay this is going to be published and it's going to live on past my my life here <laughs> for sure so I mean you kind of forget that like okay um yeah 
going to be published and it's going to be people are going to be looking at it. And so anyway, so now I'm kind of like, well, that's how I measure what a good day is with with this project. <laughs> Do you um because you have projects that you are writer illustrator and then you have projects that you're also just yeah. illustrator. So do you, I'm I'm guessing that you identify more as as an illustrator rather than mm. a writer. Is that true? And I guess if it is, like do do you prefer one over the other like or do you like yeah, them equally but for different reasons? Author um, illustrator and illustrator. It's weird cuz I never really think of myself as a writer. Um I think maybe I'm more of just a picture book maker um, or a storyteller, mm. I think. But I feel like I don't feel 100% comfortable with the, with the term writer. Because there are, you know, I feel mm. like I, I only write to make sense of the art that I make. Uh, and, I, and a lot of the times it happens at the same oh, interesting. time when I'm working on. So usually when I submit, uh, a new story idea I have dummied out the entire thing the entire picture book and then there's text on it because um, a lot of the times I can't write what I want to show happening or a lot of the times the, the action is happening just in the art um, so it's easier to, con to it's easier oh, to sure. convey that to an editor by just sketching out the entire thing um, and that's what I do um, but yeah I think I don't, I don't consider myself a writer. I really don't. Um, storyteller. We'll just go with that. Picture bookmaker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because it's sort of like the, the two powers combined, yeah. right? You, like that's what it becomes yeah. as a story. It's, it's not, you can't do yeah. one without the other, really. Definitely. But so do you, so as a, as a follow-up question, I guess, do you enjoy illustrating for other people's mm. books or is that, like more difficult or um, not as fun? It's, it is different. Um, I would just say that there's no emotional connection for me. Um, mm. There's nothing it's yeah. I, I don't feel as much or any really, you know, personal connection. I guess it depends what the book is about. Um, it's fun. It's still fun. It's just, it's not coming from a place of, something someplace personal you know like just be jelly came from mm. I having I have a struggle with anxiety so that definitely I mean who doesn't <laughs> but like um right across the board dragon, like, it's personal insecurities and um so yeah I guess it's just different um but if I had to choose I would I would probably choose just writing my own and illustrating them too but yeah I guess it depends on the story I, there, yeah I mean there's yeah, something right. there's something to that and Brennan and I speak from an pure word person mm -hmm. uh, perspective I'm I, uh, speaking from a word girl perspective yeah <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean <laughs> the ownership of the book or the onus of like whose book this is is always on whoever writes the words yeah for it. yeah I and, think and so there's too. a yeah I mean there, there's like an emotional connection that you can have as an illustrator you know I've got in front of me um so you want to be an owl and mm -hmm. there's probably a great deal of what that book is that came from you but there are also a lot a lot of words that did not come yeah. from you 
uh, yeah. a lot of words. <laughs> I yeah. tried to read that for bedtime the other night and it just took, no, <laughs> it took a it's very a lot. long time. Yeah. Yeah. But Jane Porter, you got to vet those. You can't, you can't let those nonfiction right. ones in for bedtime, Josh. You can't do it. I'm always like, mistake. nope, sorry. Because then there's like, more questions, right? Like, but why, like, yeah. Um, but Jane Porter, like so she many. has a really so strong connection with owls. She loves owls. Um, and I know she loves nature and, and things like that. So that, that book is really, that's Jane's book, you know? Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, again, like, I like owls, but am I, do I think they're like the best? <laughs> if it's that, or, if it's that or jellyfish know. or seagulls, then there you've got a clear I'm choice. A, I'm a fan of unexpected All right. animals. Like I have a book coming out called Capybaras, Friends with Everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that I associate more with animals that are not front and center. You know, there's so many owl books. <laughs> <laughs> and bear but although yeah bears and stuff so yeah I'm, I'm rooting for the iguanas the capybaras the jellyfish the seagulls <laughs> give capybaras a chance that's everybody. right <laughs> come on picture book market yeah right. uh, next next project oh, yeah. quokkas or however oh my you gosh, say that a happier animal <laughs> all right you do an illustration of a quokka and we'll make that the icon for the podcast episode <laughs> oh my gosh all right i will I'll that would be awesome let's do with that like headphones on that. that's right okay dude we should put out that when we when we air this episode we should put out like a call like a contest for you know write a write, write us a hundred word story about this capybara and we'll critique yeah. your We'll critique your manuscript or something. We could get yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> do you have do you have a wish list of things that you want to accomplish? Or is it like creative exploration? I do. I definitely do. Um would you like to hear it? <laughs> yes, please. By all means. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm there's not in no particular order. I would like uh I would like to be on the best top ten bestseller list at some point. Um in my life, whether for a series or for a picture book, that would be pretty sweet. Um, I would like to uh, create my own animated television show for kids. I'm working on that. (laughs) And I would like to have a design line for kids stuff, like um, maybe bedding or yeah, like an, a line. I want my own line at Target. <laughs> yeah. Shoot your awesome. shot. Yeah. Um, and what else? I feel like there's got to be more. Um, and mostly just to be doing this as, like, as long as I can. I hope people still like me in like 20, like 10 years or so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't forget me. <laughs> Oh, all right. Concerned with legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, um, are you working on a character designs? I want to ask about the cartoon thing. Cause I love cartoons. Me too. What do you, are you just, just this is just a, like a project that you're trying to advance for, for your, for your, for your own self or yeah, I are you in partnership that. on something? You can't talk about it. No, I can't. Nothing. No, nothing's happening, but I am trying to make something happen. So that's all I can say. <laughs> all right. Good yeah. deal. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Very cool. I mean, I think I've always wanted 
that, um, to have that, I think it would come, it would make everything come full circle for me. Um, and that'd be really cool. You, I, I feel like that was going to be like a really juicy answer, but then you froze up. You said definitely. And then you and then the the next thing I heard was, uh, that would be really great for me. (laughs) Oh, I just said having a, having a television show would be the ultimate. Yeah. Absolute. I mean, I'm sure absolute chaos, but yeah, yeah. I'll make you guys characters if, if it happens. Josh and Brenna. Oh, yes, please. Uh, The Capybara and Quokka podcasters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 just kind of pop in and out. Like, they have no real role. They just kind of, like, come in, come out. Like, maybe they, like, they're, like, the uh, um, commentators. The the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of uh, of Maddie Frost presents. I would love that. That's right. (laughs) Yes. We we watch a lot of um, Adventure Time at our house, and I'm always like, oh, nice. oh, right. I'm like, how fun would it be though to be a writer on that show? Like, I don't, right. I don't animate or draw or like any of that stuff, but it would be so fun to just be like, yep, I know. Go into that room, come up with some plots, like you know, yeah, whatever goes. Know. Like it would, that would be just, like that's, eat a like, ton of sugar like, and just start list, writing. Like, yeah, a writer like that. <laughs> Or whatever, yeah, or, or whatever. something. They're eating I'm a obsessed. lot of something. So I'm yeah. obsessed with Bluey. Do you guys watch Bluey? It's a fantastic show. Oh my god! No, and I've heard about the it. The writing on that oh, show. Oh boy! They put it on my list. So good. Like I just, I I think it's awesome. I really love that show, and I love how real they make the parents and the family dynamic is so. It's so cute, and like I I don't have any children, but me and my husband will watch it with our dogs, like on the weekend mornings. <laughs> It's like part of our routine. We love Bluey. It's so so good. (laughs) My wife and I used to watch Sesame Street before we had kids as a way to like get ready in the morning as well. Yeah. Before it got HBO, HBO HBOized and shortened and all that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, the news is just, it's way better than the news. For sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, Maddie. As I was researching you and just perusing mm-hmm. through your website, so I saw oh your gosh. YouTube channel. So let's yeah. draw with Maddie Frost. Let's do it. That I I did not get a chance <laughs> to watch them, but it like the previews yeah. look so fun. And so now I want to watch it with my son because he is so into arts and crafts and drawing and just like we make books oh, together, awesome. which is really cute. He's the writer, illustrator, of and course. the editor. Nice, so. but you oversee the project. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah where I help them punch I the mean, holes, you know, so that. you can put the string through That's and right. guide the book. Right. And then I have to write out the words. He's only four. So, like, I do all the writing, uh-huh. but he dictates. Oh, will you get so, some like... of the royalties or how does this work? <laughs> I, I mean, I hope so. He doesn't have a bank account. So I'm thinking I can weasel it where I'm like, well, have That's a right. bank it out to mama. Well, and yeah. then I'll give you When your you're 18, cut. you get your advance, finally. <laughs> That's right. I'll Venmo you. Sorry, you right. haven't, you haven't right. earned we'll out We'll wait till yet. the book yeah. pays out. <laughs> Yeah. So, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I oh, would love to hear all about your YouTube channel and how, yeah, how it got I, started. Well, I haven't, just a, an apology that I haven't posted since Halloween. <laughs> it's been a busy, because that's when I started working <laughs> on the graphic novel. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, anyway, right. Um, yeah. Well, I used to be an uh, elementary art teacher. So I went to college and then, oh. um, yeah, found my way 
as like a substitute teacher and I was like this is awesome and then I ended up getting a job uh, as a like K through five fifth grade art teacher and I loved it it was I mean it was really exhausting (laughs) as any teacher or librarian could tell you but um, I loved it and I love working with kids I'm really good with um, yeah being fun in the classroom making learning fun and so yeah I taught for a while and then um, I started making little drawing videos um, and I actually have a book (laughs) Uh, it's a step-by-step drawing book with Harper Collins. Comes out next year. It's called "Let's Draw Fun Animals," and it's all just super, like you can draw them in. I think it's yeah, seven steps, and it's really all shape. Yeah, shape based. Oh, cool! Super cute, super fun. There's like ocean animal, baby animals, and like diapers and stuff. There's um yeah, farm animal. So. Um, yeah, that comes out next year. And so it was kind of a way for me to sort of get people excited and uh, a place to go to learn more about how to draw simple, fun animals. Yeah. So that reminds me, thank you. I have to, I should probably make another one this weekend. Maybe I'll do it of a quokka. Is that how you say the animal's name? A quokka? Quokka. Quokka. Oh, quokka. Quokka. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's on the curve from my neck of the woods in Boston. Waka. Waka. Um how how I'm interested in the in the how to draw how to draw fun animals book. First of all, yeah. that title has to have been taken by someone mm. other than you along the way somewhere. So I'm sure there were trademark disputes. Um that all the lawyers had to we did. <laughs> Right. There was like how to draw cute animals, I think, and um But never fun. Never, never fun. fun. <laughs> Did, is, it's funny because how to draw boring animals that, that one was taken a long time trying to figure out what it would like what that would be like so um like the adjective of that uh we were thinking like cool or like i don't know we landed on fun maybe they were just like maddie she's fun let's just make it fun yeah so. that seems appropriate yeah. where does that project yeah. originate though yeah is that a conversation with your editor hey let's let's pitch this i've got all uh, these ideas with harper collins no it actually started so the start of the pandemic um i was making these little step-by-step tutorials of little animals and i just posted them on twitter to share um with families and i don't know i felt like i i just I felt so bad. Like I just felt like poor, like these kids are home and the least I could do was like offer some sort of entertainment <laughs> and um, yeah, something fun to do. So I was posting them and then my editor at Harper Collins was like, this is cool. Um, let's make it a book. <laughs> so that's how it started. Yeah. Wow. You were working on a different project with that editor at the time and they were like, Hey, I saw yeah. this. Let's, let's talk. Wow. Uh, yeah. What was I working on? I was working on, uh, I think I was working on Shine Like a Unicorn at that time, which uh, was written by Shelley R. Johannes. And that came out this year. And so I was illustrating that and just like posting random stuff on Twitter. And then she liked it. And yeah, now it's like a whole step-by-step drawing book. It's crazy how things... That's the thing about sharing. It's like you just make stuff and you put it out there and like anything can happen. And even when if you think it's just, oh, no one cares about this, no one's going to, like, you can't think about that. You just got to make stuff, share it, and then let it go. And sometimes something happens with it. You just don't know. Right. Yeah. You know? Totally. Like your farting pig this morning. 
I miss the farting pig. <laughs> Just let him go. <laughs> oh boy like, well yeah you just make it and like that was like before I started working but it's like I just need to get these things out of my system so I just stop like no matter how like stupid it seems at the time or whatever just I don't know just make stuff and then let it and then let it out into the world and just make something else <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like a starting pig yeah. yeah you know what you just sometimes it's a great you, Oh my God. I just that. looked up the farting pig. Yeah. I think that should be the title. I think that should be the title farting of this podcast with... episode. Oh, okay. Let yeah. it go okay. like a farting pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Maddie was late in Maddie either was one. Late. <laughs> you know what? Actually, when you posted it and you were like, I'm about to go to work. It was about 10 o'clock and I'm like, oh, cool. She needs oh us. Like, she's going to so come sorry. on the podcast no. with us. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm normally so on top of like novel. (laughs) I think it's because normally I open up my like little calendar book every day, but there hasn't been anything like really like anything scheduled. And so everybody just just wants to get to work. Yeah, Yeah, it really does. Like, so yeah, wet. (laughs) Yes, there's like blood. Like, yeah, there's blood. Like, my trail. But it's a but it's a joy point. to work on. Yes, yeah. it's a real joy. <laughs> it is. A, yeah. That's the funniest part. Is like it's uh, the best thing ever, but also really yeah. painful. It's <laughs> hard. Well, okay. So, well, before we wrap up, tell us. Sure. Tell us about all the books you have coming out because I saw at least three on your website, and I don't know if oh. there's more. So I saw. I saw. Would you tell us tell, what do you have coming out? So, Iguana Be a Dragon comes out next summer. Awesome. Uh-huh. And uh, Not Yet Yeti. I uh-huh. didn't write that. Um, that comes out, I think, in March. It's about a Yeti that um, goes to Hold on. Can you, say that when it, can you say that one again? Because you, not- you froze again. And I want to make I sure did? we get all of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, it's called Not Yet Yeti. And it's, yeah, Yeti goes to kindergarten, pretty scary, scary stuff. Um, and he gets, yeah, learns a lot. And, uh, oh, Capybara is friends with everyone. That comes out maybe March. Yeah, March. And then Yeti's January, I think. I think I had them mixed up. Um, with as I many books as you have in the more. pipeline. <laughs> I know, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And it's still not enough. <laughs> and this is this is more like Matt, Maddie Frost Conquers the World. Can, is the podcast episode title. You no, know, it's basically yeah. what it's turning into. Yeah. Um, and then the drawing book. I'm not sure when that comes out. I'll have to go I'll look at the notes on that one. And then I have two more picture books that were just bought that I know. And wow. I can't tell, talk about them just yet. And then the graphic novel, which is the first one comes out in oh 2023. The first one. <laughs> oh, okay, so so you'll... So anyway, yeah. Um, so you'll yeah. call us. We won't call you. Like, you'll be busy. <laughs> <Right. laughs> no, but this is this is why, I know, this is why I was not paying attention to my schedule. Because <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry. Totally but fair. no, this is great because it takes me out of the zone. And I like feel like a yeah. a human. 
Mm. Human sitting in my closet. (laughs) We all do that in 2021. We all spend time in our closets. We all have a, we need a moment. It's so true. Yeah. And not always for a podcast. So, I mean, honestly, at least you're using your, your, your closet for functional purposes. My husband knows if he can't, if my husband can't find me, he knows I'm usually in here. just weeping, having Um, a Zen moment. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. I can't <laughs> draw horse legs. <laughs> They're hard, admittedly. They well, are. Maddie, it's been a pleasure. Oh promo Thank your, you, so pro- you just promoted your book. Great. Promo your website and your socials. Okay. Sure. Just say what they are. How do I do that? <laughs> oh, oh, right now. <laughs> I totally thought I you were like, about it or whatever. Yeah, right. I'm, okay. Um, oh, yes. Um, my website is Maddie. Um, dash frost.com m-a-d-d-i-e and my instagram is at hello maddie frost and my twitter is at underscore nice. maddie frost and yeah please be my friend <laughs> and <laughs> and be witness to the farting pigs you may contribute a verse thanks for listening this week Find out more about us and our guests and the artists behind their cover and theme music at our websites, verse.show, renegenerate.com, and joshmontgords.com. See you next verse. Bye.